You're listening to the Embrace Simplified podcast, where you will be inspired to unlock simpler, healthier ways to live your life. I'm a corporate ladder climber turned entrepreneur on a mission to help busy women feel their best. I'm bringing you real conversation with all my favorites, and we're talking wellness, relationships, money, business, career, and even parenting. I want you to laugh and cry, learn and grow right alongside me. I'm your host, Kirsty. Let's keep it real. Pour your coffee and turn it up. Together, we are going to simplify our life. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the Embrace Simplified podcast. Thank you guys so much for being here today. We're talking about decisions. We're talking about making big decisions. It's going to be a good one. I recently had to make some big decisions. I mean, I make small decisions every single day as as a mom and an entrepreneur, but I had to make some big decisions. And I realized there were really specific parts of the process where I was getting tripped up. And so I reflected on kind of like when I had my realization, it was like before the realization and then after the realization and like what worked, what helped me make the decision after I had my big moment, my big aha, right? And there were some really specific things that helped me. So let's get into it. So the first thing I would say is having a trusted friend is really important. I think because we've been spending so much time apart and we have grown apart in some ways from friends and even sometimes with our own family members, It's hard to kind of like force yourself to open up and be real and honest and like use that person as a sounding board, right? Because we just, we haven't been as close to people as we normally would be. And so there's like small moments, you know, like I'm thinking sitting in an arena, watching your kids play hockey or you pick ups and drop offs at school times you'd be interacting with people, building a relationship so that when you had this thing that you needed help figuring out, you had those people there and they were like aware of what was going on in your life. So having a trusted friend, so critical. And the other thing is you have to be specific with that person. Are you looking for advice in that conversation or are you looking for encouragement? So if you're in a big decision and it's taking you like a month to work through this decision, you might call that person four different times, three times. You might be like, I just need an ear. I just need encouragement. I just need you to listen. This has been hard, whatever. But one time you might say, look, I really want to know if you were in my spot, you know, the story, like, you know, what's happening. What would you do? But when you call it out for them, encouragement versus advice, It's so powerful, right? The other person knows how to show up. You get what you want out of the conversation because like sometimes we go to people that we trust, right? And we tell them this frustrating thing that we're dealing with and they jump into advice and it's like, whoa, that is not what I wanted. (laughs) So be clear with them. The other part is that I think was really powerful and this came with this aha moment that I had was breaking down and figuring out where I was getting tripped up, where I was getting stuck and like not able to move forward. 
And what that came down to was understanding what the real issue was. So I'm going to give you a very real example. I have to buy a new car. Okay. So I had to buy a new car and it seemed like a big decision. (laughs) I've never bought my own car. Cars are a big purchase. There was just so many things that were making it feel daunting. Okay. But the real issue wasn't whether I should get car A or car B or car C. I thought for a long time, like a lot of weeks, you guys, that that was where I was, what what the decision was. I was deciding between car A, car B, car C. When in actual fact, I wasn't. I was deciding and trying to come to terms with the fact that I was going to have an additional bill. I was going to have debt and an additional bill every single month that had to do with the car, the insurance, all the things. Okay. So understanding that allowed me to like really talk through things in my head in a different way. It allowed me to surrender a little bit, to trust a little bit more. And even when I was like trying to think through it and just seeing it from a different perspective, like the real perspective was helpful. So all of a sudden I was able to decide between car A, B, and C because that wasn't the real problem. I knew exactly what car I was going to get. And it was really about just reminding myself that I needed to get this car. There was no way around it. And so the decision of whether to get it or not really wasn't a decision. I had to get it. And this led me to really dissecting what I'm scared of, what the fear was. And oh my gosh, this can be so helpful to us, right? In like big decisions, little decisions, like really anything is understanding. Noticing when the fear is taking the lead. So like I'm stuck in this decision because there is a fear of more responsibility on me to pay for this car, right? So I can see where it's showing up and where it's taking the lead. When I can really remind myself, Kirsty, you are independent, capable, badass woman, and you are able to go out and buy this car. And all of a sudden I'm able to take that fear, which has protected me for so long and just remind myself, I don't need to be scared of that. I don't need to be fearful of that. If I didn't identify it though, I wouldn't be able to move through it like that. Right. And the next thing I asked myself, and this one was so helpful. I kept asking myself, when I would get tripped up, when I would get stuck, what will it feel like on the other side of this decision being made? Like when this is behind me and it's not weighing on me anymore, how will that feel? What will be different? Like if you have a huge decision that you're trying to figure out right now, I bet you are putting in hours a week into that decision. I remember what it was like when I was considering leaving my corporate job. That was stress on my body, like physical, real stress on my body. It was impacting my mental health. It was impacting how I parented. It was impacting relationships. It was absolutely sucking hours out of my week, just in the the time that I was taking, thinking about it, thinking it through. So if you have a big decision right now, you got to remind yourself, like, what will it feel like to have that time back What will it feel like in my body, in my gut, like in my stomach, you know, like 
or wherever you're carrying this fear and stress, what will it feel like if I'm not carrying this like invisible backpack of stress? Will it feel lighter? Will it feel so freeing? Will it feel like a fresh start? All those things. And when I reminded myself of what it was going to feel like on the other side of that decision, it gave me hope. It gave me so much hope. And again, I could feel myself just surrender into it a little bit more. And the other question that's really helpful and so often overlooked, does this decision actually need to be made right now? And for me, this was a good one. So I was putting a lot of pressure on myself, but I was kind of spinning my wheels. I didn't really have time to think about it. And then I was like, wait a second, this actually does not need to be figured out right now. That might mean like informing people, letting them know that there's not going to be like, you know, a decision made, whatever you need to do. But if you have the flexibility to not make the decision until you're ready, then don't make the decision until you're ready. It doesn't mean like keep putting it off and procrastinating and never making the decision. It just means why not just hit pause, do a couple other things that you need to do on your to-do list or, you know, go through a season of something. I know with something massive, like changing your job or leaving your career or starting a business, like there is some very real factors that need to take place, like saving and planning and all those kind of things. So just ask yourself, does this actually need to be solved today? Could it wait till dinner? Could it wait till next month? Could it wait till next year? (laughs) Because there is a real thing called decision fatigue. And I'm going to give you guys a definition of it. So you like, so you understand that it's like an actual thing. So decision fatigue for me shows up in weird ways. Like I can't decide what to wear. I can't decide what to eat. Yeah. It just like, I'm just like, oh, I'm so spent. It's like, what are we going to do on the weekend? And I'm like, I have no idea. I cannot decide. So sometimes when you're feeling decision fatigue, you like fall back to like easy choices or you procrastinate or you like make trade-offs. You might lose some of your like self-control or discipline and you might just like stick with status quo or something like that. Right. Cause it's like a very real thing. So some of the symptoms of decision fatigue are becoming reckless. So you're acting impulsively instead of taking the time to think through the consequences of your decisions. There's too many options, like too many choices and it taxes your mind. And that's probably what happens to me in my closet. <laughs> you're stuck in like analysis paralysis. So you know, you think that there's like a perfect solution and, you know, maybe if the circumstances changed or something, you'd be able to make this perfect decision. I think that might've been a little bit of what I was doing when it came to buying the car. Then there's like aggressive, like reacting aggressively where it's like almost like your brain is like taking over and you like lose control of your emotions, right? It's almost like the fear is taking over too much, or you could choose the status quo. So that would be like staying comfortable, right? In your bubble of comfort and resisting the idea of change. And I think that could be a really easy place to be right now where there's some resistance to change as, you know, the world starts to open up again and restrictions are lifted. And there might be some things where you've gotten comfortable and you don't want that change or you're feeling resistance. I think that would be, I think that'd be really normal. It's like, We've been told to stay home, to do less, to whatever. And now it's like, do I go and work in the office or do I stay and work at home? 
Do I send my kids to school or do I keep them at home? So many decisions. I can see people really feeling that fatigue. So, okay, we know the decision fatigue is a real thing. We've talked about five or six things I did to help me get through to the other side to make the big decision. I think they were super, super helpful. I did find a quote for you guys. Whenever you make a big decision in life, at least any decision where you have a viable alternative, there is an inevitable, uneasy aftermath. Anxiety is merely a sign that you're taking something seriously. I don't actually know where the quote comes from, but I thought it was good. And I really like that. It's just like, embrace it. It's going to feel uneasy. We need to just remind ourselves that we care and that we're taking it seriously and we're doing our due diligence. And those aren't bad things, right? Those are not bad things. Okay. Good luck, my little decision makers. (laughs) Have a great week. You guys take care. Thanks for listening to Embrace Simplified, the podcast. I hope you picked up some inspiration today and that you take action to feel your best. Can you guys do me a solid? If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. It helps more people find the podcast. If you know someone who needs to hear this episode, shoot them a text right now and share it. I love getting those notes from friends. And I also love seeing where you're listening from. So please keep tagging us online at Embrace Simplified. Don't forget to subscribe so you can catch new episodes as they drop. Until next time, I'm your host, Kirsty. Remember, you have it in you to simplify your life.